Do you feel stuck in the daily grind of life, but know you are made for more? This podcast is for you. Welcome to Dreams Empowered. I'm April Bradford, and I am here to help you conquer your doubts and crush your fears to create that life that you are dreaming of and create a life you love. It's time to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Hey there, Dreamer. Welcome back to the Dreams Empowered Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. My name is April Bradford. I'm the host of this podcast, and it is my goal to help you design and live your dream life through these podcast episodes. I also throw in a bit of business to also help you get your business going so you can create that flexibility and freedom you want out of life. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. First of all, I want to start with this quote. This quote is from Dr. Wayne Dyer. Change your thoughts, change your life. Change your thoughts, change your life. If you listened to the first episode of this podcast, you know that I am all about changing your thoughts to change your life because truly you're going to see today how powerful your thoughts are on creating your life. It Truly, it was life-changing for me. Like, that sounds like you hear, like, life-changing, but it literally has, over the past decade, changed my life to be in control of my thoughts. And that's not to say that I'm in control of my thoughts every single moment. It's always a work in progress, but I'm 100% better than I used to be, and it has literally changed my life. So I want to dive in. I'm, I, this episode is jam packed with some amazing stuff. And if you have people in your life who struggle with things like anxiety or depression, or they have fears that, that hold them back, that you need to share this episode with them because what you are going to learn in this episode, all of it is research-based science backed and it can help in these. I'm going to give a little caveat here. And this is not medical advice, just so you know. But my husband is a psychiatrist. And what we're talking about today is things that he uses all the time in his practice. So this is good. Let's dive in. So if you look up, if you go to Google and Google just this, Mayo Clinic on the health benefits of positive thinking, you're going to see a list, like a whole list of articles on different benefits of positive thinking. Here's just three of them, just from not even opening the articles, but just from, you know, that little summary that's below. Boost immunity, heart health, increased lifespan. Do any of those sound good to you? Because they sound good to me. So just from changing our thoughts, right there we can change our lives by having boost immunity. I mean, that seems little, right? But I don't know about you, but I hate being sick. So if I can boost my immunity, yes, please. Heart health, increase lifespan. Don't all of us want to live longer to be around for our kids and our families longer to be able to enjoy this life longer? These are just some of the benefits of what we're going to dive into today. So first of all, I want to talk about how the influence of your thoughts, what they have, like the influence they have on your actions. And Oprah Winfrey, as you know, I mean, one of the most successful people in the world, right? And she's so 
from her story to the people that she brings on, she's so inspiring. And she, this is a quote from her, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm literally printing this out and hanging it in my house because I want my kids to know this. I don't want to just, just do this work for myself, but I want my kids to have that highest, grandest vision possible for their life because I want them to become those, their dreams, right? That's another, that's one of the reasons that I started this podcast was not just for you guys, no offense, but it's also because I want to leave a legacy for my kids and I want to teach my kids that they truly can create a life that they love, a life of their dreams, but they have to create that vision. And then once that vision is created, they have to be able to control their thoughts around their vision. And that's what we're talking about today. So let me say that quote again, because it's such a good one. Create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. Oprah Winfrey. And if you need help creating your vision, I think it's episode two where we talk about creating a vision for your life. Okay, so by being able to control our thoughts, we can literally become and create what we want. And what I want to talk about is a theory or a model, it's really not a theory, it's a cognitive model uh, created back in the 60s by Dr. Aaron Beck. It is used by therapists all over the world. It's one of the most popular therapy techniques. It's called CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. What cognitive behavioral therapy, like as a short overall description, is it's being aware of how your thoughts affect your feelings and affect your actions. Now you might be going, wait a second, this sounds like the life school, Brooke Castillo, if you've heard of her. Yes, that's what she's teaching is cognitive behavioral therapy. That's what it is. So cognitive behavioral therapy is literally taking a look at your thoughts and seeing if they're fact or fiction or opinion and what we like if they how we can control that okay so I want to give you a story really quick um to kind of put this into a real life perspective so yesterday yesterday was Sunday and I woke up and I was like oh my goodness I just want to have a lazy day like I want to just hang around do nothing right (laughs) and um I have a non-negotiable for myself, especially on days that I'm not forced to get up out of bed, like days that I'm not working or something like that. One of my non-negotiables is to not leave my bedroom without being like dressed and ready for the day because I know that if I do, then I'm not as productive as if I get up and get ready. So yesterday though, being that day that I'm like, I'm just going to be lazy today. I went out, I sat on my couch, and I started working on a project that I have going on. It's, um, and I was working on that. So ultimately, like, I wasn't not doing anything. But after a while, like, I was sitting on my computer. I was trying to organize photos. That's what I was doing. And then I just started feeling like, like, all of a sudden, I just started feeling, like, depressed, like, 
ultimately depressed. And this is, I will be completely honest, depression is something that I struggle with. And that's another reason why I do what I do so I don't fall into these depression traps, right? Um, But I was starting to feel like just kind of icky, like, oh man. And, And then I realized the thoughts that were going through my head. When I do not get up, get dressed, feel good, then I start to have these negative thoughts, right? And I started to notice these negative thoughts. And really, even though I initially started wanted to start my day being, you know, lazy and like, it's going to be a great day just to hang around. I was like, I feel terrible. And my thoughts are terrible because I have this spiral of like, when I'm, I, I don't know, when I was sitting there on the computer, it was just like, oh, you're worthless, whatever, you know, whatever my thoughts were. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I, this is not how I want my day to go. I don't want to feel, sit here and feel like garbage. Like I really want a productive day because we all know once we get up and we're productive, like you feel a lot better, right? So I went and I, this was my internal dialogue to myself because I had had negative thoughts sitting there once I realized like, gosh, I feel terrible. Like I'm starting to feel depressed, starting noticing the thoughts that were happening in my brain. And then I went, this is not how I want to feel. I'm going to change and create intentional thoughts in my mind and create an, an intentional outcome for the day. And so what I did was I was like, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? And this was like, 12 o'clock. So yes, I hung out on my couch trying to figure out how to get all my photos out of iCloud for hours. And then I decided to do something. So judge me if you'd like, that's fine. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I've got to get the Christmas decorations put away. I'm traveling at the end of this week for work. So I've got to get the Christmas decorations put away or I want the Christmas decorations put away because I don't want to come back on the 15th of January and still not have my Christmas decorations put away, right? So I'm like, I'm going to put my Christmas decorations away. That was my huge, like, that's, you know, that's a huge project to get all the Christmas decorations put away. So I just started working on that project. And then there were some things like, boxes and stuff in the garage that needed to go to the um like recycle so my husband took those to the garage and we ended up by the end of the day all of the Christmas was taken down my daughter's room had been a mess because I'd kind of just let her do her thing over Christmas break so got that cleaned up things that had been little like little projects that had needed to be done got done And now I can start this week like I am so energized and so motivated and I was able to get past those negative thoughts and move on. Now, I will say, I will fully say depression and anxiety are both mental illnesses. And sometimes you can't always think your way out of those things. And that's when you need to go see help. I am a huge advocate for mental health. Like I said, my husband's a psychiatrist. I am a huge advocate for mental health. Going to get therapy or medicine or what it is, if you can't get yourself out of those, like that feeling of stuck or that feeling of sadness, you need help and and go find help because I promise you there is help out there. And if you've gone before and you you saw a therapist or something and it wasn't right, you have to try a different therapist. Therapists are those types those it's those types of situations where you have to find the therapist that matches you. And guess what? Therapists won't be offended if you're like, 
we're not the perfect match. They'll be like, okay, great, because they want you to get the help too. So there's a little side note on mental health. If you need help, go get help because it you will thank yourself. Your future self will thank you when you get help, okay? But if you can, if you're not like so deep into it and have a lot, you know, if there are things that you can do to help you move on and beyond that anxiety and depression. And so that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to link an article from Psychology Today. It's so good. You have to go to this article. It's actually um, a list of 25 cognitive behavioral therapy techniques and worksheets. Like you can literally download the PDF worksheets from here and you can do cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself. So they list nine tools, but I want to talk about just three of them today because these are three that I know I've used and I know that they work. And I know that there are things that you can use in your everyday life that can help you not just even, not if you're like feeling bad, but just every single day, these are things that you can do that are going to progress your life and move your life forward to creating and living that dream life. So the first one is journaling. I had not been a big journaler and I'm, I'm still not like consistent. I'll still miss a few days here and there, but then I've been really good at getting started again. But journaling is such a great way to just self-reflect. And it's also really good to help you identify your thought patterns. So just journal. Here's here's what I would suggest when you're journaling. Just journal anything. Don't, I feel like sometimes we, we feel like there's like this perfect way to journal or we can't write certain things or we should write certain things, but really just journal your thoughts. It, and it doesn't have to be a specific length. It, for some, I think sometimes we don't journal because we think, oh, I've got to sit down and journal and it's going to take me like 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. If you only have like one sentence to write down, write it down. Get in that habit of consistently journaling. Like I said, I'm still working on that habit of consistency, which is my word for the year is consistency, because I know that when we do this, this journaling consistently, you will like like this article says, you will start to identify identify those thought patterns. And your thought patterns are going to be eye-opening to see how your thoughts are affecting your outcome in your life. You'll start to see, you know that saying, what you think about, you bring about, right? Or the one that I said at the beginning by Dr. Um, Wayne Dyer, change your thoughts, change your life. You are going to be able to identify those thought patterns to see, okay, you know what? These thoughts are not serving me. I need to start choosing new thoughts. And that's going to lead us to this worksheet that is inside this article. And it is called fact checking. It's the fact checking worksheet. Again, this is a therapy technique and it's so good. So many of us, and maybe this will be new information to you, but so many of us just believe our thoughts to be true. We have a thought, that's the truth, right? It was a thought, it's the truth. And we don't even really think like, oh, that was a fact, right? We just have the thought and we just believe it and we keep going. And, you know, we have, I don't even know, I should have looked it up, but how many thoughts just come into our brain every single day, right? And so we need to start identifying those ones that aren't, that are like, that give us some emotion. Like if you start feeling like I did yesterday, start paying attention. Like what's happening in my mind that's causing me to feel this way? Because I guarantee you're going to see some of these, these false beliefs or these false 
they're not facts, these opinion thoughts. So from the worksheet, here's some examples. So sometimes in our mind, right, these are thoughts that we have. I'm dumb. Is that a fact or an opinion? Remember, an opinion is just something that we think. A fact is something that can be proven in a court of law. So I'm dumb. Can that be proven in the court of law? My guess is probably not, right? I'm unattractive. Fact or opinion? That's an opinion. But that's a that's a thought that's going to lead to those to those terrible feelings, right? Um, I failed the exam. Fact or opinion? That one we can prove in a court of law. That is a fact. Now maybe you feel bad about it, but it's those those opinion facts that follow or those opinion thoughts that follow that fact of I failed the exam that then comes into those negative thoughts, right? Those ants, those automatic negative thoughts. I tell my son all the time, you've got to squish the ants, those automatic negative thoughts. So you failed the exam. I'm stupid. I'm worthless. I'll never be good at anything, right? These are the thoughts that come in that we need to pay attention to and start changing our thoughts. So another worksheet is um, with this is the dysfunctional thought record. And this is you will recognize it if you are a Brooke Castillo listener, you will recognize this because this is what she teaches. But like I said, it is it is the cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, this is what it is. So what you do, and again, this worksheet is available through this article that I'll link, but you just write down the date and time, then the situation. So in the situation, you had to pull out all of the, all of your opinions about the situation. Like you write down your opinion on, or not your opinion, sorry, you write down the situation as if you were telling it to a judge in the court of law, okay? And I keep saying that because so many times you will want to say, oh, well, this happened. And then if you really had someone analyze it, they'd be like, yeah, but did that really happen? Or was that a thought about what happened? So say, for example, someone says something to you. And sometimes what happens is, So they were like, I don't know, I can't think off the top of my head what they would say to you, but they say something to you and you take it totally, your mind goes crazy and all of a sudden they hate you, they don't like you and they think you're the worst person in the world when all they said was, please don't let your dog poop on my lawn, okay? So (laughs) that's that's our situation here. Does that person hate you? Do they think you're the worst person in the world? All those things? And even if they do, are you? Are you really the worst person in the world, right? So we take the situation and then what was the automatic thought? Describe the thought that happened and rate how much you believed it out of 100%, okay? Then you write down the emotion. What feelings came to you at the time and how intense were they out of 100%? Then what's the cognitive distortion? So these are things like your filtering, or you made it personal, or you were catastrophizing. Do you ever catastrophize? I think a lot of us catastrophize. Um, and then you're going to choose an alternate thought, okay? So if we go back to that, the neighbor said, don't let your dog poop on my lawn. Alternate thought. I need to make sure I bring a bag so the dog can't poo on her lawn. Or, I mean, I always take a bag. <laughs> Not that you were thinking that, but, or maybe like, I need to walk the dog on the other side of the street so this doesn't happen again, right? So there's not even a possibility of the dog walking on the street or pooping on her lawn. Like there's an alternate thought. There's no there's no emotion to that. It's like, oh, 
I'm going to walk the dog on the other side of the street. I don't feel bad, right? And that's the outcome. What is the outcome? Now reevaluate how much you believe the original thought and your emotions out of 100%. So what's that outcome? And that doing that cognitive behavioral therapy can truly change your life, just like it changed my day yesterday. So you can implement this today. I want you to try it today. And maybe your kid said something to you. Like yesterday, again, my son was, um, he was triggered by his own things that were going on. And, and so he took it out on me, right? Like I said something to him and he kind of got like snarky with me. And I didn't get mad at him or angry with him because I knew that he was triggered by his own issues going on. And him being snarky with me wasn't his thoughts or feelings towards me. I was just the like soundboard for his own issues, right? And so even things like with your parenting and things like this, controlling your own thoughts and be in in situations creates a whole different outcome than when we let our thoughts spiral out of control. So um, that, so we jumped into the fact and opinion of your thoughts, doing a thought distortion, right? Or just re-changing your thoughts. And now um, a few other things that I want to touch base on. Play the script to the end. So this was like the catastrophizing, right? Like sometimes we like totally catastrophize. But this is actually, if you do it right, it's a, it's a therapy technique. So play the script to the end. Tr- this, this specific technique is for treating fear and anxiety. So what it does, it reflects on the worst case scenario and improves feeling of coping. Okay, so if, for example you wanted to start a podcast, right? It's scary. It's, it gives you anxiety. It's scary. But what happens when we use the play out the script to the end theory is that what you're going to do is you're going to be like, okay, so I start a podcast and you are going to go worst case scenario. I can't remember. There's a movie that they do this in like the husband and wife do it. So worst case scenario, and you're going to play it out. Worst case scenario. Okay. Worst case scenario. I start a podcast. People may laugh at me and no one or no one listens to it. Right. Did I die? No. Did it really affect me? No worst case scenario like okay I'm gonna move forward yeah it's scary it's scary to put yourself out there but I'm gonna move forward so I start a business I want to start a business and I start you know I create a product worst case scenario it doesn't sell guess what do you know how many companies have things that didn't sell and lots of them that didn't sell like every single company out there so you'll be in in a great crowd of the masses of products that didn't sell, if that's the worst case scenario of starting a business, right? So playing out the script to the end is another great strategy for helping you control that anxiety, that fear and anxiety. And when we start to design our dream life and start doing things that we probably haven't done because we've had fear of doing them, this can be very very helpful. Like I know that there's so many people who want to travel, but they have a fear of flying or they have a fear of, you know, like traveling to a different country, the unknown, play it out in your head. For me, I'm like, you know what? I would rather die doing what I love than 
live a life where I'm sitting at home all the time because I'm afraid, right? So playing the script to the end. And then we talked about this one with that um, dysfunctional thought record, but that cognitive restructuring. And this is exploring the cause of our faulty thinking and reframing and restructuring them. And that dysfunctional thought record is what's going to, it can guide you through that. So to simplify that is when you start, if, if anytime you start feeling something that, you know, you're like upset or something like that, um, play that out, go, okay, what was the situation? Okay, here's the situation, just fact-based situation. Thought, what did you think about the situation? And then how did that thought affect your feelings? And now let's change your thought, okay? So situation, thought, feeling, new thought. What will that new thought, what outcome will that lead to? And I promise you, this is life-changing. That is a life-changing technique for you to start using and to start squashing those ants, those ant, those automatic negative thoughts, start squashing the ants, replacing them using that restructuring, the cognitive restructuring, replacing your thoughts with new thoughts, thoughts that are serving you because those automatic negative thoughts are not serving you. And the more you start recognizing them, the better you're going to get at recognizing them and the quicker you're going to be at restructuring your thoughts. Okay, so let's sum this up. Change your thoughts, change your life. Ultimately, that sums it up right there. Change your thoughts, change your life. I really, really highly suggest that you go listen or go to this article and look at some of these tools that they have, some of the worksheets that they have, and start implementing those into your life. Journaling, start journaling, even if it's like one word, like if it's one word about how you feel or how you feel and the thought that you're going to change that too, right? then start paying attention to those automatic negative thoughts and start squashing those ants by restructuring your thought process. And I want to finish it off with Oprah Winfrey's quote, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. And I fully believe that to my core. So please, if you don't take anything from any of the other podcasts, Take this podcast and start implementing your thought restructuring and start squashing those automatic negative thoughts. And you will see, like I said, if you do it today, just in one little situation, maybe it's a situation with your husband or your kids or your boss at work, you will see a huge difference. I promise you that. And I invite you to go listen to episode three. It's episode three. I think I said it was episode two earlier in the podcast but it's episode three it's called the scientifically proven way to achieve your dreams and it is going it it truly is like I just like in here I have an article that I talk about a a whole method of creating a vision for your life and how to achieve that vision so again just like Oprah Winfrey said create the grandest highest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe so episode three is going to help you create that vision go listen to that if you haven't listened to it yet 
and go do something this week that is going to take you one step closer to creating a life you love. I'll see you here next week.